maybe it's what I'm going to do. What do you mean what you're going to do? I'm going to destroy the Loa. And we jump back to the plaza, and this enormous stonework Goliath is wrenching itself back to its feet. I think that y'all have managed to, like, keep it pinned down for, like, a couple of moments, but now your grip is starting to slip. It was long enough for them to have this conversation, of course. And it pries itself off of the ground and takes two lurching steps towards the Shrine of Leora and goes to smash it. Okay, okay, so I have an ability that that means that I don't lose advancement track when I'm directly protecting another. Would you say that directly protecting this lower is from from what we just gathered? Am I maybe directly protecting someone by protecting this lower? Yes. Yeah, I think that I think that counts. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because yeah, like whatever happens to this shrine might something bad might happen to Leora. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I that's the feeling I'm getting. Yeah, so I think I, I block it with my big club in, in both hands while saying, hey, come on now, old friend. Brushes you to one side and then uh, goes to kick it over. No. Going to punch your foot. <laughs> I'm going to make your toe hurt real bad. It's going to be a real bad stub toe. You're not yeah. ready for the level of pain I can bring you. I'm just going to smash down on his toe. I'm going to help. I'm guessing this is desperate. Desperate, limited. Okay, okay. Let's let's push myself to standard. Whew. Hee hee! I slapped you so real bad. <laughs> what a boss. Alright, cool. Yeah, so I just swing my big club down on the table of its foot and I'm like, come on, you can deal with me instead. I feel like we need we need lovely at this point. If I do another thing, I'm not transcended anymore, and I still want to talk to Legba. Understood. Yeah. And so you you stop this thing from stepping, uh, and you manage to restrain it for a couple more brief moments. And so I think then we cut back to Marinette and Violine in the shrine. And so Marinette is just standing in front of you. And revealed their dastardly plan. Gasp. <gasps> Why would you destroy the Loa? They're, they're good people. They, Well, you know, at least from what I know, they, they don't hurt people. They try to help the people here. They're just standing in the way. In the way of what? Of Ark. What's Ark? You call it the Blight. Okay, the blight, but they're in the way of the blight. Why would you want to want to have the blight? This place, this piddling backwater. I don't know what you think of it, but it's a prison. Why? Why is it a prison? <laughs> you're being trapped in a place like this. This is the past. But why? Like you're, you're just saying it. it you did, why is this the past? Why am I a prisoner? I can go wherever I want. You have no idea. What you're missing out on. What this place is doing to you every second that you're stuck here. I mean, I went to the Blight. They, they captured me and they were pretty mean. So kind of know what I'm missing out on, actually. <sighs> Maybe you are too far lost. At least you can like explain it to me. You're just saying stuff now and you're not explaining the reasoning behind it. You're just saying, well, it's a, it's a prison and you're stuck in a prison and... Uh, it's not being good for you, and you're too lost. And you could also just try to explain it. And like you just see them getting it more and more annoyed, and you feel the heat radiating off of them. And you do manage to break their composure, uh, and they just say, "Because people die here when they don't need to, because everyone's so wedded to their traditions that 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 they're willing to to let people die to protect it." Because everyone is so upset of upsetting the status quo that they would leave a shrine of one of their most venerated heroes left in the rubble like this for years. I'm, well, I'm sorry we did that, but we're not forcing anybody to die for our traditions. That's what they want to do themselves. And they, they just say, um, you should leave. 
I'm not here to hurt you. Well, I'm here to get some help from something, and I need help because the city is being destroyed by some weird big stone thing, and I need, well, apparently I need you to do to, to fix that. And you think that you're going to get help from me? You think that I'm going to stop this? I'm the reason any of this is happening. Well, you were the big hero, I'm weren't you? I'm the reason any of this is still here, and I can take it away if I want to. <laughs> Why would you do that? You created it. We're happy. Because this place needs to end. Well, I don't... I, hmm. Marinette is fucking dripping magma and stalking towards you, uh, and you feel like heat seeping out through the cracks between the tile underneath your own feet. Uh, and you got the sense that uh, you were about to get screwed up <laughs> if you if you don't back away or get out of here. So now seems like good time for a miracle. Yeah, sounds like a great time for a miracle. Just just a moment, just a hands on the back of your shoulder, feeling well. <laughs> I don't think words matter much anymore. And yeah, just out of the shadow of the statue itself, yeah. Like, this just going to walk forward, and abruptly, all of the shadows nearby, cast by this glowing magma lady, abruptly they become, like, hard lines, and she's stuck in a web. And I'm, I'm going to give, give Violine greatly increased effect to run away if they want to. She doesn't want to. Please, please do. Well, <laughs> you get greatly increased effect for a follow-up action relating to this, so. She feels bad for the, for the thing. Uh, I, I, think, I think that the webs just immediately melt around them then, and they rip free, uh, and they bat Veline in the chest, and you go flying like 20 feet into a tree across the forest. That's mean, but okay. So I think that's probably level two harm. You can attempt to resist the consequence mm-hmm. if you want. But yeah, otherwise it's level two harm. Yeah, she will try to resist it. And I think she's, um, yeah, it's going to be sun because it's violent. Nice. So that reduces it down to level one harm. And so what is it that you do as you're pinwheeling through the air that keeps this from hurting you as much as it should? Um, I think she does the um, classic uh, anime mid-air turn. So she, she, she lands uh, on her feet, but still uh, slams into a tree. But at least she's not like going head first. Yeah, and so there's like the dust cloud of sliding, and then you hit the tree. Level one harm, so this is probably like wind knocked out of you. Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right. Marinette is standing in front of a shrine, and Legba, you are on the other side of it. Uh, What are you doing? Look at you, beating on a child who doesn't even know what caused all this. You haven't changed much. Hmm. Oh, well. If only there was some easy way to handle you and just reach backward and put a long, shadowy hand right underneath the chin on the shrine and start pushing up, and hear the crack of stone. Back to the memories, I think. It's where you belong. Marinette throws herself at you, and is going to try to completely eviscerate you. Perfect. And I step right out of the way. You know where she goes, right? No, wait, what? I don't need to destroy her shrine. She does. Patron saint of revolutions? I'm going to roll flow here. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh no, this is so good. Because this is my show. Thank you very much. Leg, Uh, Position, please. Uh, your position is desperate. Your effect is standard. Alrighty. I don't think I can get any assistance, so this is probably going to be what it I is. I can assist you. I have two links to you. Aha. Uh-huh. How do you assist me? You remember, you learned how to handle angry people from Fashe. Like, just letting uh, him rage out against something and letting him tire himself out, setting him up to be struggling with himself is a thing that you, you do to control him. I know someone you could have been. You're not nearly as good as them. Oh. Four. It's a success, but barely. All right. Let me create a clock here. It's going to be a four-part clock. It's called Marinette's Shrine. So you get a four. 
And so you get two pips on Marinette's shrine as she slams into it. And there's like an enormous crackle, cracking of stone and uh, just horrible things happening here. And the, the shrine almost completely like disrupts itself. And there's like a brief moment of like dimming as it looks like you may have disrupted it or something along those lines. She says, um, you always were an annoying trickster, but I don't think you prepared for this. Uh, she reaches out two hands and grabs two columns on either side of her shrine and dumps an enormous amount of tr her transcendent energy into the shrine itself until the entire thing is glowing red hot like a, like a sun. And your whole body dissipates like shadows for a second, uh, like flickering, and you end up like a, maybe like 10, 15 feet away. Forest around you is starting to catch fire. Look at this, Marinette. It's how it always ends up with you, ever since that first time in the revolution. Is this really what you want? Burn it all down? Again? Hasn't this island seen enough of you? It's the only thing I want, Legba. And there's an enormous wave of energy. Uh, and back in the plaza, this stonework golem lights up uh, with like a blazing fury like you have never seen and like you are totally unprepared to deal with. And this thing grabs uh, Sasan and throws you into one building and grabs Ursley and throws you into the university and like just crushes Leora like in their hand, like grabs onto them and is going to go f wreck this shrine. What do y'all do? I want to not let it grab Leora. I'm, I want to resist that. I want to just push them out of the way. If it's going to grab anyone, it's me. Excellent. Okay, cool. So you're moving to protect Leora. And Ersley, you're moving to protect the shrine? Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably the thing that I'm going to do. Would it be a resistance roll or an action roll? I think we're going to play it as an action roll. And crucially, now you're at no effect. <laughs> or you're starting at no effect. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm going to push myself to limit it. I'm going to spend a link with SJ to help them. Yeah, I'm also going to push myself to limited, and I'm going to push a link. I'm going to spend a link to Solange to help them. Hey, hey. All right, roll number one. Do we save Leora? Synergy. The synergy. Look at this teamwork. Okay. Come on. Boom. Oh, all right. So you, you get managed to get Liara out of the way, uh, but you do get yourself grabbed because it is limited effect. Yeah, but I think as I do it, I yell, hey, I told you to pl uh, play with me. And I get grabbed and squeezed. Perfect. Uh, and Liara gets pushed out of the way by you pushing them. Uh, and they like go like falling down into the uh, like into a bed of flowers and stop themselves just before they they hit the ground. Ursley, what do you do? Yeah, I think I... Oh, you got a four. Yeah, I got a four. And limited effect. Yeah. I rushed to the uh, to the shrine, and I think we've seen Ursley uh, deal with the fire before, uh, like using fire in a magical uh, sense. So I think uh, she's trying right now to coat herself in fire that would... Uh, prevent her from burning when, when the thing touches her. I don't know how she, how successful she is with this, because that was a four. Yeah, you're, you're facing off an, against an enormous giant, so I think uh, you're probably taking level three harm. Okay, I would like to resist that. That, uh, oh, nice. yeah. And I think I would like to also uh, check my armor, so I get level one harm instead of level three the harm you're taking is battered uh you coat yourself in flame and you get in the way of the shrine uh and this thing's hand just slams into you and then slams into the shrine like slamming you against the shrine the shrine cracks but doesn't quite break like you can feel like if if it pushes you any harder it's gonna fucking crumble but you see leora like hovering over this bed of flowers and then instantly you see them snap back to Morgan and just fall into the bushes. Yeah, this is also a time when I also 
fall down because this is my third final tra uh, transcendent uh, action. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So Fashe uh, is being pinned against the shrine to Leora. Leo uh, Morgan is lying in the bushes. Solange, you are being crushed by a giant. What do you do? Well, I mean, I'm going to like, while I'm being squished, I'm going to put my feet down to the ground and just try and, and push it back. I think that the most effect that you can have at the moment is to worm your way free, right? Like, I don't see you wrestling this thing to the ground while it's got you got its fist closed around you, you know what well, I mean? The thing is, if the, the next action I do is my last transcendent action. I see. Yeah, then, then you're, you're in a bad situation. If only Violin wasn't so mortal. <laughs> Very true. Um... I, I think I think the situation is such that all you are doing is probably resisting. Even then, like I'm not even sure if you can tell me how you would resist this. But yeah, this thing is going to pull Fashe off of the statue de Leora, bring its fist down right on top of it, and crash it into a thousand pieces. Yeah, I mean I if we're saying I can't like do any resistance to that, then I can't really stop that in any way. Yeah, maybe that's just the situation then. Fashe is immortal. Morgan is immortal. You are currently in the palm of this thing's hand. It raises a fist uh, so that the moonlight reflects off of it, and it brings it down on top of the statue of Leora, and it shatters like glass. Uh, and Morgan looks at this happening with horror and winces and grabs their chest. Back at the shrine. Enormous fonts of, of magma energy are pouring out of this thing in every direction. Uh, and it's like trying to approach a star, getting any closer to Marinette. What do you do? Violin shouts at Legba and she shouts, what, What's happening at the square? Shouldn't you be there? I can handle this one, I think. I just, I just like your words to die in your mouth as you say that, looking at a volcano appearing in front of us. But okay. She's overconfident. <laughs> but I think she's also just worried because she knows that the, the thing is big and scary as well as there. So she's just worried and overconfident at the same time. She, she knows what she's saying is sort of stupid, but she'd rather just deal with this so her friends are safe. You know what I mean? It's more like, a, a lot, like, like she feels it would be a useful sacrifice just keep this busy while her friends get out. And so uh, the two of you are yelling at each other from the plaza, uh, and the earth tectonic plates start to open up and shift, and red light starts to pour out of them. The tree that you were just uh, like like slammed against, Violine, you can hear it like creaking and snapping as like the tree turns to like uh, as if it's going to fall into one of these opening chasms in the ground. Is the place she's on that stable enough? Like, is, is it looking like it's like sinking? Yeah, it looks like like there's the moment of like two parts of the ground like shift under your feet, and a chasm starts to open up between your legs, and then the tree that you're next to starts to fall into it. Well, first, she wants to keep herself safe. Sure, she's gonna move away and try to get to a sort of less chasmy part of this area. Yeah, you, you lurch to one side uh, and you end up on one side of the chasm. Yeah, and, and then she just looks around for Legba because he started flickering and is the last thing I can remember. All right, Legba, what do you do? I think, I think because all of this extra light is coming up, it's driving me farther back. So from where I am now, two separate scenes is too much work. We only need space. All right, all right. Yeah, that'll work. As, as I'm like starting to get farther and farther away, I'm going to try to call out to Marinette. I'm going to say, I think it's time we put an end to this once and for all. First, I'm going to break your toys. Then I'm going to break your shrine. Of course, if you stop me, I don't think anyone else could prevent you from breaking all of our shrines. And then I'm going to blow her a kiss. I'm going to start flying back to the plaza. And we'll see if I can... Get a good taunt off here. Oh, you're hoping to, to, to pull get them away from the shrine? Yeah, just I Ooh. tank needs to pull aggro. <laughs> tank needs to pull aggro. Perfect. Conceal because I'm trying to bait her. Maybe 
it depends entirely on how well you can sell the idea that you could actually defeat this enormous, uh, the guardian of Renity, basically. So I, I think conceal makes sense. Position? They're in the midst of pouring all of their anger and frustration out into their shrine and the surrounding area, so I'm going to say limited. Or, uh, or position. position is desperate, your effect is limited. Are you sure, though? All this anger and violence energy, they're not thinking very straight. Hmm. <laughs> they do find you incredibly obnoxious. <laughs> they should. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it at limited. All right, then. Do you need help? I still, I still have resources to help. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, if you'll help me, I'm going to push myself for increased effect this time. Okay, so I can, yeah. So I can actually give, get Veiling some room. Oh, oh, I needed that extra yeah. room. I needed that so badly. A five. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So you're like, uh, I'm going to destroy your little toys, and then I'm going to come back here, and I'm going to destroy you. And as you like take off uh, and you start flying in the direction of the university, the chasm that opened up next to Lovely spews red hot magma into the air uh, and it slams into you. Next to Violine, I think maybe you meant. Oh, yeah, sorry, next to Violine. Uh, yeah, and so the chasm that opened up next to Violine opens up, magma spews out into the air, it goes like uh, as high as like the treetops uh, and like slams into your body. You're going to take level three harm. When you regain like your senses, uh, the shrine is no longer uh, sustained by them, and they are fully prepared to fucking fight you. Uh, in that case, special armor tick, resist roll. Ideally, Marinette has forgotten entirely about Violine's existence. Yep. All right. Um, two stress and a level one harm. We'll call it singed. Yeah. And uh, they say... Um, you can try. It's like a, a crack of thunder uh, as they erupt out of their place in the shrine uh, and they tackle you in midair and the two of you are flying through the night sky locked in fiery combat. All right, Violine, what do you do? Panic and cry. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> no. That's, that's fair, though. <laughs> kind of. Let me say it like this. If you would describe this situation... Would this be a situation where my friend might have a, se a severe consequence? I think Legba's kind of holding their own. I mean, it was a level three harm you slapped me with a few moments ago. It's That's pretty true. severe. That is pretty severe. But it's, it got reduced down to level one. So you're kind of holding your own. Yeah, that's because I'm amazing. It is because you're amazing, but Violine asked if you were in trouble, and no, you're too amazing oh, to be okay. in trouble. Um, then what I think she's going to do is, um, well, it's really hard for me to do anything now because I do not have any social links, and I'm like, like there's magical people fighting in the sky, and I don't know what's happening at the plaza. I think she's just going to grab that rock that she had before or just a piece of rock that isn't like molten lava and uh, slam it against the shrine to, to chip away at it cool maybe it has some face on it that or, or or something like that's more runic or important and she's gonna just chisel away at that first i'm kind of picturing like the rosetta stone it's like a stone with a bunch of intricate sigils across it and then standing behind it is uh like a statue of uh, Marinette that is like disregarded and sort of chipping and a little bit overgrown. Although now it's on fire because <laughs> of all the energy that was pouring out of them. Yeah, no, I think she's ago. just going to slam into that Rosetta Stone then. Alright, cool. You are immortal and you are trying to destroy the Rosetta Stone so I'm going to give you I'm going to start you at no effect. Reasonable. Uh, but the situation is controlled. Like the, the odds are that well, actually, it's risky, because if you don't do this quickly, then bad things are probably going to happen. It's a defy, though, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. I can also spend... I still have one link to you. I have extra, if you want to save your links. That would be useful. Okay, then lovely, because my one link to Valin is my only link. That's... Yeah, yeah, save that. Hey, and, and an extra... Well, an extra dice, maybe not, but... It can have extra effect, right? You you need effect. So you have to push yourself for extra effect unless you have any ability otherwise that'll give it no, to you. No, not yet. 
I mean, you already kind of need you kind of need to go from risky to desperate so you can get the effect up to standard so you can get two ticks so you can actually do it anyways. Yeah. So that's what I'd recommend. You can try to do this in two hits though. I think I think I can hold out an extra round for you. Hmm. No, I think we're going to improve the effect by one level by pushing myself. Let's do stress. And then... Uh, if you go from risky to desperate, you also get increased effect. If you push yourself for mm -hmm. another increased effect, you go up to standard. Right. That means you do two ticks on a success. I'll assist you to give you an extra dice. Yeah, no, then, then that's what we're doing. Perfect. Right. I believe in miracles. You switch this to a desperate situation. And I think that that's probably like you go and get yourself like a like you hit it with the 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 piece of tile or whatever, and that is not nearly enough force to actually wreck this thing. And you have to go get something like heavy, basically, and so it takes you a lot longer, um, which is what makes the situation so much more dangerous. Yeah, you have a better chance of succeeding now. Mm -hmm. So, go ahead. Yeah, uh, we get it. Four. Yes. Excellent. So it's a desperate situation, and there's a complication. Let's cut back to the plaza, because the, the result of that consequence, we're going to play out first, and then you're going to destroy the shrine. No, no. Yeah. So the Guardian of Renity, having destroyed the shrine to Leora, turns its head towards the Bazil and starts walking in that direction. Ursley. That's where your shrine is. I'm going to break out as violently as I can, trying to... I mean, yeah, I'm just going to break out right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, like, because it was a desperate action and it failed, I think they get to the shrine of Ursuli, and probably somebody has to resist in order to stop them from doing something horrible. I think that probably makes sense. On uh, my hands... Uh, can 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 I move my hands? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. I reach. I get like one arm out, and I call out to the guardian and say, "Come on, friend. We know each other." Um, and I think there's like a brief like flashback of Primrose and Solange um practicing sign language in front of the guardian. Oh, yes. I love this. I'm going to sign to the Guardian. And also, like, I've been taking care of them for years. And I yeah. think I just signed Bowl. And I'm like, I'm, I think I'm expressing or empathizing, expressing probably. The other way to do this, honestly, is uh, it's just resisting a consequence, right? Like, this is a, ultimately a consequence of Violene's role. So you could just roll probably Moon? Yeah, yeah, this feels most moon. Yeah, so roll moon. Let's see how it goes. You get plus one day. <laughs> Bam. Yay. Oh my goodness. And so you sign ball at them, and like you, we see the molten red light pouring out of their faceplate, and they look down at their hand, and they see you signing, and they pause for a moment in front of the shrine to, to Ursuli, uh, and they just look at you. And they've been halted in their tracks. All right. <laughs> so, Violin. Actually, wait a second. Now we got to catch up on the fight between Legba and Marinette. So, yeah, y'all are uh, moving through the sky like a meteor. Uh, what's going on? We are hitting each other and saying mean, angry things about our long and complicated past. Lovely. <laughs> Perfect. No, no, I'm still Legba. I have one more action. Sorry. Yeah, and so you were hurtling through the sky... And Marinette is like wailing on you and you are dodging from side to side. And then we see first by the shrine to Ursuli, the guardian of Renity uh, is staring at you, Solange. And then its faceplate goes dark and it sort of lurches from one side and then to the other. And it's about to fall over uh, on top of the nearby buildings, uh, but it is no longer holding on to you. So you'll have a chance to stop with what's about to happen. <laughs> and Legba, uh, you're, you're hurtling across the sky and you start to see like the obsidian chunks uh, on Marinette's, like that make up Marinette's body start to give away. 
until you finally see like the face of this person that you have been fighting or the person underneath Marinette. No, you bastard. So yeah. I just I just realized what you're going to do to me now. <laughs> yeah, and so you see somebody with red eyes, dark skin, black freckles, and like long braided hair. And you see like a look of like desperation and panic in their eyes. And you see them like push you away uh, and take off uh, back in the direction of the forest. And it's like watching a meteor come to Earth. Like it crashes some ways distant, but you don't see where they landed. And then we jump back to the shrine. Violin, you like pole vaulted into this thing and kicked it over, right? I, I think she threw her bike at it as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. Round of two, course. motherfucker. <laughs> throw your bike at it. That's her thing now. So she just grabbed the metal bike and threw it against it. And maybe if that didn't work, she also pull vaulted into it. And so we just see the aftermath of that. You are lying in the middle of this plaza. The shrine is in pieces around you. Your bike uh, is like rolled off into a bush uh, and you are laying on the ground. All of the like magma that was erupting from the fissures in the earth around the shrine uh, has like subsided. Uh, and you're just laying there uh, as the earth like slowly quiets beneath your feet like it's exhaling in like a long sigh uh, and you're staring up at the night sky and you fucking did it. <laughs> uh, what, what's your reaction? I think she's just panting on the ground and sort of screaming out things Violin wouldn't say in public. Yeah, Alejandro like jumps on top of you and raises a fist into the sky and also yells victoriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she does as well. She just like yells out in, in victory. All right, Solange, this enormous guardian is about to fall onto a bunch of nearby buildings. What do you do? Dang, this is a lot of weight for, for me to catch. I believe in you. We don't have to catch it. We just have to make sure it lands without crushing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Now that it's not being powered by uh, transcendent magic, uh, you have standard effect. Yeah. So I think I, I jump out of the hand that is now not actively holding on to me. Well, I think I jump like halfway out of the hand and I'm like, I'm going to catch it by the hand that I was just in. Or less catch it and maybe more like push it from the side of the building as it's just about to land. Okay. Is, is this still desperate? This feels pretty desperate. This is very desperate. Whew. Whew. We, we will do it. Believe in us and in you. No! <laughs> oh, fuck! <clears throat> hey, GM. Yeah? Would this cause my f- friend some severe consequences? Yes. <laughs> oh, well. I guess I have a trick up my sleeve then. I am very excited. <clears throat> okay, insert background music in in po- in post production. <laughs> so what I imagine happens is um, this feeling of dread goes through everyone that's part of the the group of Loa, just just a little bit, right? Just just the, the knowing that they have this sort of weird connection, and. Um, this might be more normal for them, but uh, for Violin, this was never normal. She never felt this, but suddenly she feels something inside her that isn't good. She just immediately thinks that she needs to do something. And um, now, technically, I need to roll first before I can continue. Okay. Well, okay. The point is, only when I can save one of my friends from fatal harm or severe consequences, and I do it, I can do this. So I have to to imagine if this is possible first. It is possible if you are able to transcend. Yeah, that's the point. I can only transcend after after I know if it's if it, if it's possible. Uh, rules. Screw the rules. I just want to see you roll. Yeah. Okay. This is a moment of truth. Yeah. Yeah. What I imagine happens is that um, the magma that was that that just is subsiding. Um, the, the whole place was lit up, and now that feeling of dread and Alejandro standing on her just suddenly sucks in the darkness over her, and um, that, that whole feeling of dread makes her completely like starry black uh, skinned, 
and she screams a little bit, but nothing comes out. And uh, something in her head talks, says, says to her, "Don't worry, child. I'll fix it." And she she, she gets the feeling that a motherly figure is is is, is helping her out. And um, through the blackness that came over her, the uh, pink and yellow lights just just sort of creak through and break away the the shell of that darkness and those those little stars just crumble down away from her and uh, like sort of snakes of color coming from those cracks uh she 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 breaks open and a, a figure of a woman shows up flying up into the sky and it's just light now and with a with a simple twirl she shows up in all different colors of around uh, over her skin and her hair is in like is green serpentine movements and uh, what she does is just beeline into the plaza and try to uh, to stomp that that go that is it a golem it's more like a, a statue yeah it's like a golem it's yeah. like a giant she, goliath she tries to punch it in a direction that's just away well, the the lights that she leaves behind are all the colors in the rainbow that you can think of, and a crackling moves through the sky as she as she also just shoots away from the fallen over statue or shrine that she was at first. Perfect. All right, the last desperate chance. Here it comes. So, what what action are you taking? She's punching uh, something, so that's pretty simple. Um, Perfect. I don't know. Yeah, this is just a normal roll for me. So let's go punch a thing and see if it works. Um, now I do have a transcendent action for this, but I don't know if it works yet. Is, would that be cheating if I used that transcendent action? Uh, what transcendent action is it? Um, well, because I, I had only mortal, and now it says once you do it, you may lose this movement. Okay, I'll just do this. Here's how I think we'll roll it. Uh, you can take one transcendent action, and then depending on whether or not you succeed at your role, you may or may not be able to transcend again. Like you are having a, a moment of truth where you can transcend once. So the um, the the transcendent action I took was how dare you? I took that at the start, and it basically is when you strike against someone who has harmed one of your friends, game plus I one effect. Damn! All right. Yeah. So great effect. Yes. Um, and you can. Uh, I, I would suggest trading position for effect to make this risky, risky standard instead of desperate great. So, yeah, that's that's good too. Uh, then we'll do that. Plus, somebody can still help me with a die. I think. I still have one link to uh, to you, so uh, I'll spend one link to to give you a plus one. Let's pulverize this thing. So risky standard plus one die. Let's go. Hi, please. Ooh, yay. There we go. Oh, yay. Yeah. yeah, all of you are standing in this plaza. And uh, Solange, you fall out of your transcendent form. And it's no use. Like, uh, this thing is toppling forward into the shrine to Ursley. Fashe, you are just, you know, getting onto the scene in your mortal form. Yeah. Um. I'm still transcended because that was definitely an action directly to protect someone. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so then you're struggling to to hold this thing, but it's slipping from your grip and it yeah. comes and starts to fall into the adjacent building. Uh, Fashe, you just made the scene. Uh, Legba, you can see this uh, from far up in the sky, this thing lurching forward in the middle of the city. And then out of nowhere comes this figure that none of you have ever seen before. And what does it look like as you keep this thing from falling on the shrine to Urzali and set it down safely to the ground? I think she's not really setting it down. I think she's just um, the, the crackle of thunder, almost like a, a jet fighter that comes over overhead, right? That kind of crackle happens, and she just slams into it, mainly because it's new, um, but also because they're just slamming it towards the ground in a safer spot. Okay. Yeah, and so I think it, it, it has to fall onto the stage in the middle of the bazil, right? Mm -hmm. And so it falls backwards onto its back and hits the ground uh, unconscious uh, right next to the mural that Fashe painted earlier this episode. All of you see this new figure hovering over the plaza. What do y'all do? Yeah, I think Fashe is like stumbling forward, looking at this 
rainbow serpent with gr- green hair. And uh, he goes, huh, took you long enough. And then I think he kind of goes a little bit weak-kneed and uh, sits down next to this uh, giant golem's foot that almost crushed his shrine. Perfect. Yeah, Solange, what's your what's your reaction? Um I think I think Susan just like is is panting and says, Is it over? It is over. The weird rainbow snake hair person says. Good. What what was it? Fashe asks. Why was it attacking us? Uh, because he doesn't know he spent mm-hmm. all the time trying to hold it back, so it was a forgotten revolutionary lower that wanted to destroy us all. The girl took care of the shrine, Legba took care of the lower. The girl? You're not Violine, then? I am, and also not you. You should know what it is like. Yeah, that's... Fashe is a little bit, a little bit surprised by all of this. And uh, as Legba lands, he turns to towards Legba and goes, "So, w- where is that Loa?" They they disbanded. The person landed somewhere off in the forest. I left them behind to come here. So you left them to come back and do this again? Shrug. Well, there's something new on my mind. Turn big flourishy bow. Mon cher, can I ask your name? Aida Widow. That is my name. Not that I don't believe that you didn't know. <laughs> you should get on along with Ursalie famously then. Yes. She 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 looks for a moment, kind of side-eyed, and then she 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 smiles. The, there's this moment when these two Loa greet each other and uh Fashe is in his mortal form now, so he's feeling especially vulnerable. And then Legba is like grinning and being his usual asshole self. And uh, I think Fashe turns to him with an angry expression on his face and goes, No, no, you don't just leave things halfway through. And where were you? You, you're smiling when we lost Leora, and uh, where were you? I don't even know you. Who are you? I was needed elsewhere. Where else would you be needed? This is the place you're supposed to protect. You're supposed to protect with all of you, not just popping in for... Fashe doesn't know the photo opportunity, the concept of photo opportunities. So I think he goes, not just popping in to greet the new the new recruits. Oh, but he did not. He protected Violine. Fashe is still like he's still angry and he's still uh, looking with distrust at Legba. He says, I know nothing about you. I have no reason to trust you. Why why are you even here? Um, I think Susan has like um, gone over to one of the now abandoned stalls here and picked up like a big jug of whatever was there and is like taking a long chug of it with with like whatever tea or, or liquid um, soaking the front of their shirt and then goes over to Aida Widow and gives them an elbow in the side, hands them the, uh, and like reaches out of the jug and say, You'll get used to this. Oh, <laughs> I might. Just before we go on, little lore piece about um, about Loa and Aida Widow. Aida Widow is is married to um, Dambahala. Yeah, um, and she apparently shares her husband with a concubine, Ursuli. <laughs> I thought that was well, pretty funny. One one aspect of Ursuli. Yes, but I thought that was pretty funny because they're also rivals. As Violin and things, I thought that was a fun thing, but yeah. Yeah, Marina, do you want do you want us to have our little argument between Fashe and Legba, or do we want us to fade out on that as just the oh those two wacky kids scene? 
we don't have to have the argument, but I kind of want to, to hear Legba reply. Of course. Sorry, I was just trying to figure out where we were going with this. Yeah, I think we want to at least see Legob's reaction to feeling called out, right? And like, how do you respond to like, where the hell are you? Why do you just keep disappearing? Like, who are you? And why are you so secretive, etc, etc? Yeah. And now my work is done. But you didn't do anything. (laughs) Yes. Ha, I finally got the meme. I finally achieved it. Do you just swoop your cape and be like, and now my work is done (laughs) and disappear? (laughs) It's tempting. It's tempting, but... I think seeing Marinette, it's, there's a moment where it's really, really tempting to just swoop out and walk away, but <sighs> I'm not always here when you need me, but even if you don't believe in trusting me, I put my trust in you a while ago. So while I left you here to deal with, I just gesture to everything. I was with someone else who, and then gesture more specifically over to Aida, someone who needed my help, I think even more than you did. I'm sorry about what happened. This is too much. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry about Leora. It was a big loss, but two shrines got destroyed today. And one of them had to go. Yeah. You did a very fine job trusting me. And then I failed. And uh, he is, I think that's like cut on this scene. And uh, he probably turns around and walks away. Yeah. And I think the scene that we cut to is like a woman, maybe like mid 20s, you know, with like a, like a really badly hurt shoulder limping through the forest, dark skin and black freckles and red eyes looking back over the horizon and looking in the direction of a shrine and then continuing on their way. Ooh. I still vote we get them to join us. E. Someday, maybe. I agree. Also, we need them to reawaken the Guardian so I can become friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I mean, come on, they haven't done anything significantly worse than Fashé did in the prequel series that will never actually be aired. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. I think that there's one last scene that I want to have, which is Morgan dealing with Leora. Yeah. I think that's where Fashé went to, to try to see if they need help. Yeah. And you two have like a, a tense rivalry, right? Like we had it before. Before uh, Leora became uh, an NPC. Yeah, and so Morgan is just standing in front of the completely eviscerated statue of Leora uh, as you approach. I just look at look at them, and there's guilt on my face, and I just stand next to next to them and say, uh, "I'll rebuild it." I'm not sure it's any use. I think I think Leora's gone. And they look down at their hand and there's, uh, you see them like kind of focus for a moment and there is not even a hint of transcendent magic. She's a Loa. She can't be gone. That's their ancient and transcendent and all that crap. I, I will rebuild Whatever it. Whatever brought her here to the city, this was the channel. I don't know if any of us know how to rebuild these. They've been part of the city for hundreds of years and everything i've been able to do on my research on the loa i'm not sure what we can do not when it's this far gone well maybe we need to get you some other books better books don't just say that it's done it's not done but it is maybe maybe one day i'll find something i guess i guess we can't give up on it but i'm sorry that i couldn't be more useful I've been so swept up in the city, trying to keep everything together. I forgot how bad things can get. This was my fault. If I'd been paying attention, I would have noticed something. Does anyone want to jump out of the woodwork and like say things? I think I think this is your moment with them. Yeah, Morgan like crouches down and picks up uh, like a piece of like the face of Leora. And it's like half of uh, like a head 
made out of stone, just looks at them and says, um, I'll miss you until we meet again. And uh, holds the um, the half head of, of Leora in their hands. I should probably put this in the library. And he turns to, or they turn to go leave. Yeah, and I think Fashe is like standing there shaking with anger. And they, he wants probably to lash out at them, at Morgan, and to, to say, uh, to tell them that they're a coward and to keep fighting and to not give up and something like that. But he can't really make himself lash out that way right now. So he's just standing there being angry uselessly. Yeah. And, and I think, so you have like all of these things that aren't being said and Morgan is just looking sad and silent and kind of analytical about the whole thing, retreating into sort of an analytical perspective and just like walks towards the entrance to the university and says, um, maybe, maybe I was starting to, I don't think I was much help. You know, maybe things will be better if you're leading the group. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point, Fashe goes, fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. And he turns around and walks away. Thank you for listening to Good Enough Games. If you liked us, tell your friends about us. Our GM is Nell Wilson. Our producer is Marina Conrad. Our music is by Ketza. Our game system is Girl by Moonlight by Andrew Gillis, forged in the dark with the help of John Harper. We will be back next week with more Magical Girls. Meanwhile, you can find us on Twitter at GoodEnoughRPG, all one word, or email us at GoodEnoughRPG at gmail.com. And hey, be kind to yourself. Can we have a, a bicycle tracker in the corner somewhere? Like, number of bicycles destroyed? We're at, we're at two right now, yeah? Is this one destroyed? You used it to beat down a shrine glowing with magma. Yes, yes, it's destroyed.